Thank you for tuning in to Georgia College Connections on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald. Starting this week, the Ina Dillard Russell Library at Georgia College invites the Milledgeville community to come together around a single literary experience. The Russell Library is the recipient of a National Endowment for the Arts grant to present a month-long celebration of Tayari Jones' novel, Silver Sparrow. For the next four weeks, my guests, Georgia College Library Director Chandra Walker and Georgia College English Professor Beauty Bragg will collaborate with partners across Baldwin County to host events aimed at bringing the community together around the story of two sisters in the secret that binds them together at the same time it pushes them apart. We're here tonight to talk about the story and how you can wrap yourself up in it during the big read. Beauty Bragg, Chandra Walker. Welcome to Georgia College Connections. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Tayari Jones' 2011 novel, Silver Sparrow, starts with the admission, my father James Witherspoon is a bigamist. Once that secret sets in, what's in store for readers of Silver Sparrow? Well, the novel follows each of the daughters and their attempts to find a place for themselves in the world. One of the characters, Dana, has a little bit of an advantage in that she actually knows the secret. And in some ways, this empowers her. But in other ways, it really destabilizes her sense of self because she's sort of always questioning whether what is her value. And of course, that question is an important one for young people in general, right? They're always sort of trying to figure out their identities and what makes them valuable in the context of society. There are other issues around ambition, personal ambition, how to deal with relationships, and other drama. Now, I've not had the opportunity to read the novel yet, but one of our narrators is, is of course, narrated by both um, Dana and Sharice, the other daughter of um, the James Witherspoon, who uh, we are welcomed into the secret from, sentence one in the book. Dana, she kind of has this life where she's questioning her own value, but um, other people see a great value in her, and that's one of the kind of flip-flops in identity uh, from this story. Of course, it's it's all about identity. What brings our, our readers into it? You well, you're right. And Charisse, the daughter who doesn't know the secret, is, in fact, one of those people who sees Dana as highly valuable. She sees her as what she describes as a silver girl. This is one of the girls who, from her perspective, is appropriately pretty, is popular, is cool, is self-confident. And so those are... From Charisse's point of view, that's how she sees Dana, and that's part of the irony of the novel, is that each of these characters has something that the other sees as valuable. For one, it's the father in the home, and for the other, it's the social approval of teenagers. Now, of course, I think you know many of the people who will be tuning into our broadcast tonight are going to be adults. Um, is this a book that uh, draws them into perhaps a past that they might themselves have experienced or lets them see a truth or a perspective of something they may not have experienced? 
I think adults will be drawn into this novel as well. Um, one of the things that I particularly like about it, it's set in the city of Atlanta, which, of course, we have a lot of people from the college and from the community who are familiar with Atlanta. But it is situated in what I would call the old Atlanta. So Atlanta, prior to all of the tremendous growth, and these are people who were actually born in Atlanta. They are not transplants to Atlanta, at least the daughters are. And so I think in that way, it will draw in adult characters. I also think adults will be drawn to the parents and the other adults that feature prominently, particularly James Witherspoon, as well as the mothers of the daughters, their friends and colleagues, and all of those people, I think, will provide points of connection for adults as well. Does the focus on girls during that very transitional period from um, childhood to young adulthood, uh, do you think that has a particular resonance for this time that we're living in now? Well, I mean, I think that's a cycle of human development that is sort of always relevant. But I do think that the reports that we've gotten from the Baldwin High School community, for instance, suggest that this students have really connected with this novel in ways that are so gratifying and that they have gotten invested in the story and they are seeing some relevance or some relationship there. Well, that brings me to another thought. Uh, how do you choose the book that you'll feature for the big read? You can choose from a variety of different books. There are some books that have been on the quote-unquote big read list for many years, and then they often add new text. Silver Sparrow is a fairly new addition to the list. And so as we were thinking about applying for the grant, we were especially drawn to this text because it is set in Georgia, which gives it an immediate connection as well. We thought the story would resonate with some of our partners. And so we were really drawn to it. It's by a Georgia author who is familiar to our campus, has um, visited on a couple of occasions previously. And so it seemed like a really, really good fit. And from my point of view, one of the other real valuable aspects of that choice has to do with the fact that the author is living, which isn't the case for every author on the list. And so we really thought that that gave a potential that distinguished it in that we could possibly, and we are, bring the author to talk about and, and read from her work. And that's one of the events that will be featured throughout this month of the big read here in Mildew and Baldwin County. It is. That'll take place on October 25th at 6 o'clock in the Arts and Sciences Auditorium on Georgia College campus. Well, we're out of time in this segment, so we're going to take a short break. But we will come back and talk about that event and many of the other events that will make up this month-long celebration of our big read novel, which is Silver Sparrow. Today, joining me on Georgia College Connections are Georgia College Library Director Chandra Walker and Georgia College English Professor Beauty Bragg. They are part of the team that is bringing the big read to Baldwin County this year. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more Georgia College Connections.
Thank you for staying tuned to Georgia College Connections on WRGC 88.3 FM. If you're just joining us, we are talking about The Big Read, which is a month-long celebration of a single piece of literature. This year, my guests are helping to present the novel Silver Sparrow through various events that will take place starting this week and running through November 15th. Joining me today in the WRGC studios are Georgia College English professor Beauty Bragg and Georgia College Library Director Chandra Walker. Now, in that last segment, we were trying to introduce our audience members to Silver Sparrow by Tayari Jones. That's the novel for this year's Big Read. Um, but uh, some of our audience members may be familiar with the Big Read. And for those who aren't, I was wondering if y'all might introduce this big celebration, the Big Read. The Big Read is sponsored by the National Endowment for the Arts. It is a national initiative. We were one of 73 applicants to have our application be successfully received. And it just focuses on great works of literature and associated programming. And I think its goal is really to bring communities together through the reading, certainly, but also through associated programming and just to gather diverse groups of individuals together around common themes. What's the benefit of engaging a geographically defined community around a single piece of literature? One of the advantages that has already emerged is the connections that it creates between actual people who live in that geographically defined community. We have so far met and interacted with and collaborated with and gotten to know something about a variety of community members just in the planning stage. So one of the things I'm really looking forward to is seeing what kinds of connections emerge when we bring a broader segment of our community together in the same physical space and how that builds on a sense of connectedness, a sense of community membership, fellowship, those kinds of things that I think add a layer of depth to the connections. Well, so commonly, I think we think of reading as an individual undertaking. Uh, what do you benefit from by actually having another person to talk about um, what then becomes a shared literary experience? Your question makes me think of the highly elaborate infrastructure of book clubs in general. What binds those book clubs together or these other kinds of communal exchanges around a novel they really help people to move beyond the conception of literature as merely a form of entertainment or just an object, uh, a set of ideas to be consumed in. And they help people to figure out the ways that those ideas help explain their lives to them, help them see other people in the world. I do think that the act of exchange helps to facilitate the application dynamic. Of course, I would say that. I'm an English professor. <laughs> For me, experiencing this book, one of the things about it is that it talks about people who, I grew up in the Atlanta area, we have that in common, but their experience is greatly different uh, based on our gender and our families. Um, what do we gain when we actually implant ourselves in someone else's lives um, when we're engaging in these narratives? One thing we might gain is is to see across those differences and across geography, across 285 or I-20, you know, 
what people have in common, the, the kinds of issues that families face, the decisions that people make about child rearing, about how to relate to their partners, the kinds of challenges that people face. What is the value of friendship? One of the striking elements of the book is the deep friendship that James Witherspoon has with his friend Raleigh, who's with him from childhood through adulthood. They speak of themselves as brothers, but the bond that they share is one that really demonstrates some things about loyalty, about commitment, and maybe even raises some questions about where is the line. Now, of course, that relationship between Raleigh and James Witherspoon is uh, one of the touch points of the book. In earlier conversations, Chandra, we talked about how part of the big read is trying to find uh, different touch points that you can pull out and then turn into uh, some of your programmatic theming that you're doing. Might y'all talk about some of the themes that y'all are plucking from the narrative and then turning into programming during this big read celebration? Sure. So one of the themes in the novel is this whole idea of entrepreneurship. James Weatherspoon owns his own limousine company and Raleigh is one of his drivers and his wife actually owns a hair salon. And so each of them is operating very deliberately as an entrepreneur. They've made the sacrifice that comes with being an entrepreneur, but also the benefits that come along with it. And so with that, we're going to have a three-part film series in partnership with Allied Arts. And so we were really deliberate, at least with two of those film selections, to pick up on this whole theme of entrepreneurship. So one of the films is Driving Miss Daisy, which, of course, features Morgan Freeman as a driver also set in Atlanta in in an era that's slightly before our novel starts, but it certainly, I think, provides a great context for the world that Dana and Sharice and Raleigh and James and everyone inherits. And so we picked up on that whole theme and that dynamic of entrepreneurship, um, a little bit of race relations there. We also will be showing Beauty Shop, which, of course, has Alfre Woodard, Queen Latifah, several other actresses in it also set in Atlanta and picks up on the theme of entrepreneurship through owning a hair salon, which, of course, Atlanta is really a mecca for that. There's Bronner Brothers Company that was very prominent. So we're really deliberate in pulling out those themes. And so if people aren't able to make a direct connection to the book, I think they will be able to connect from some other touch points. Another one of our activities is going to be a community photo workshop that's going to take place on October 20th from 10 to 12 in Ennis Hall. Raleigh, James Witherspoon's best friend, he's very quiet, but one activity that he enjoys is taking photos. And so as a part of that activity, which is going to be coordinated by Emily Gomez, we've asked individuals to take photos that they feel connect with the themes of the novel. We're going to have a brief book discussion, and then Emily's going to give us some instruction in editing those photos in Photoshop. So I'm really excited about that because I don't know what to do when I open Photoshop, and I like (laughs) to take photos. And so there again, you know, if you're just interested in photography, you could come maybe hear something in the book discussion, gain some new skills, and hopefully make a connection. So I think we've done a, a really good job as far as developing diverse programming designed to connect to a variety of different audiences. Well, it's happened again. Uh, We're going to take an opportunity for a short break. But if you're just joining us, we're talking about The Big Read, which is a month-long celebration of a single piece of literature. My guest today, 
Georgia College Library Director Chandra Walker and Georgia College English Professor Beauty Bragg are helping lead a celebration of this book throughout the next two weeks in October and the first two weeks in November. Of course, the book that we are talking about is Silver Sparrow by novelist Tayari Jones. Stay tuned, and we'll be talking more about the big read and what you can get involved in here on Georgia College Connections. Thank you for staying tuned to Georgia College Connections on WRGC 88.3 FM. If you are just joining us, we are talking about the novel Silver Sparrow. It is the selection for this year's iteration of The Big Read in Baldwin County. I'm joined in the studio today by Georgia College English Professor Beauty Bragg and Georgia College Library Director Chandra Walker. They are part of the organizing committee that's bringing this book and many events to talk about this book and the themes therein uh, to our geographic audience here over the next four weeks. Now, in that last segment, we ended up talking about um, some of the events and some of the sponsoring partners who are bringing those events. Um, but we didn't talk about all of them, uh, so I thought we'd start off uh, this final segment uh, talking about some of the other events and partners who are coming together uh, to bring the big read to us this year. Sure. We're an academic library, but we were really deliberate in wanting to engage the community through the Mary Vincent Public Library, realizing that we're serving um, different demographics. So they are one of our key partners. Um, a central part of the Big Read are the book discussions. So we'll be having at least 10 and probably a few more book discussions with diverse audiences. Twin Lakes and Mary Vincent have an active book club there, so they'll be having a couple of discussions. We'll also be partnering with the Artistic Effects Barbershop. They're located over on South Elbert Street. Uh, Raymond Davis is the entrepreneur there, and he's going to be hosting three book discussions in his barbershop. And so that's going to, again, pull in that entrepreneurial theme and also bring in some of the men in our communities. Of course, the central characters in the novel are two young women, but I think there are many topics that men would find of interest. And so Mr. Davis is really excited about that and we're excited to be working with him. Another one of our partners, and I'm going to yield to beauty here on this one, is our partnership with Baldwin High School, which we're really excited about. And I'll let her talk a little bit about that. We are. This has been a really uplifting experience. We have worked with Baldwin High School faculty and administrative staff to include the novel in the English language arts curriculum of 
a number of classes taught by Ms. Debbie Bentley. Her students have been incredibly enthusiastic. They have prepared some scene adaptations. They chose key scenes in the novel, and they have partnered with the Department of Fine Arts there to write and rehearse presentations of specific scenes from the novel. That's been really rewarding and enriching. And again, this was a partner that we had in mind from the beginning. And when you talk about those scene adaptations, uh, that's not just something that the high school students are doing uh, internally. They're actually going to be making a presentation of those? There is an expectation that they will perform those at Baldwin High School, and we will invite the community. Now, of course, um, you know, Chandra, you're from a library. You talked about the community partner of the Twin Lakes Library System and the Mary Vincent Library. There aren't just like 10 copies of this circulating throughout the community, (laughs) are there? I mean, how can our audience members become readers of this book? Great, great question. So one of the central components of the Big Read is to put an actual book in people's hands. So as a part of our grant we were able to purchase over 600 copies of the book. So we are just swimming in books. And if you would like to get a copy, we have uh, several pickup locations. So you can pick up from the Georgia College Circulation Desk in the Ina Dillard Russell Library. Um, Mary Vincent Public Library is another pickup location. You can also pick up at the Artistic Effects Barbershop, and that's located again at 810 South Elbert Street. If you are a member of the Georgia College community, we also have an ebook available. So if you would like to put a copy on your Kindle or, you know, your tablet and read that way, we also have some information about how you can go about getting a copy of the ebook version. And so uh, throughout the course of our conversation, we've been talking about a a number of events that are going on over the course of a month. Uh, We've talked about a number of places to go to either uh, get copies of the book, um, experience some of these programs. Is there one clearinghouse of information where people can go look at the the calendar of events and, and find themselves to this big read? Sure. So we have a web page that will be a big part of this initiative. You can get information, as you suggested, about pickup locations and times for events. There are some discussion questions. So let's say perhaps you can't make it to one of the book discussions, but you and a friend both happen to read the novel and you want to have a conversation about it. We have some additional resources. All of those can be found, and I'll spell it for you. It's L-I-B-G-U-I-D-E-S dot G-C-S-U dot E-D-U backslash the big read. And there, again, you'll find our calendar, you'll find some information about our author, a synopsis, discussion questions, and hopefully we'll be able to get some photo and video um, of some of the activities. So we'll be enriching that site as we go along. Well, now, now you spelled it out for us, but could you say it? Because I, sure, I heard some words in there. <laughs> sure. So it's libguides.gcsu.edu slash thebigread. Now, as we're coming to the close of our time together, I thought I'd ask y'all about y'all's personal recommendations for the events that are coming up and then a little bit about the book. Um, But but let's start off with some of the events that are coming up. What are y'all looking forward to? Oh, so many things. (laughs) One of the things that we haven't talked about yet in the film series is the, the film screening of Just Another Girl on the IRT, which is a film about a young black woman who becomes pregnant as a teenager while she's still in school and and what its impact on her ambitions are. This is pulling from one of the major events in the novel and, and major themes, which is what are the choices available to 
the characters who find themselves as teenage parents and how does it impact or not impact their life's chances. And that will be one of the screenings facilitated by Allied Arts and taking place at Allen's Market. We've already mentioned it, but I'm also really excited at the idea that we have found facilitators to specifically engage men in what are traditionally male spaces around some of these ideas in the novel. One of our other partners that I failed to mention is the African-American Male Initiative. We'll be working really closely with Emmanuel Little, and so they'll also be having a series of book discussions, and I understand that they are equally excited, can't put the novel down, um, really enthusiastic about reading it and discussing it. So they are another one of our partners. Well, and that's one of the things that I think is, is good about this book. Um, of course, we highlighted that uh, first sentence there. But, I mean, uh, that first part of the story is, is very eye-opening and almost uh, roller coaster esque And it really draws you in. Um, there's actually a, a – you can read the first part of it on NPR if you look for Tayari Jones in the novel Silver Sparrow. Um, but uh, uh, while we're talking about the book, what speaks to you all about this novel Silver Sparrow? In addition to all the things we've already mentioned, all of the kind of important questions socially and in terms of gender and all those things, one thing about the novel that stands out for me and that I've heard several people mention is it's just beautifully written. Tiari Jones's mastery of language, mastery of the sentence. Those are, as you mentioned, from the very first sentence of the novel, you you feel pulled in. And I think that is a testament to her craft as a, a literary artist. And it's one of the things that I find most compelling about the novel is the actual language of the novel and the sophistication of her writing. All right. Well, let's leave it at that. Uh, if you don't need uh, any more entree into the novel, Silver Sparrow. Oh, Chandra, one, I see, I see yeah, a hand up. <laughs> one more plug I want to put in is that on Saturday, October 20th, we'll be at Deep Roots. And please look for our table there. We'll be there along with the Twin Lakes Library System. We'll have some books on hand to give away. So if you and your family are planning on coming down for the festival, be sure to stop by and pick up a free copy of the book. <laughs> Don't send those home with mom and dad. You know, <laughs> keep that a copy yourself so you can be a part of all the things that are going on during this month-long celebration of the novel Silver Sparrow by Tayari Jones. Well, Chandra Walker, Beauty Bragg, I want to thank you all for inviting our audience to come out and be a part of the Big Read this year. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to Georgia College Connections on WRGC 88.3 FM. This week, we invited you to come out and join The Big Read. The Big Read is a month-long celebration of a single literary experience. This year, we're focusing on Tayari Jones' novel, Silver Sparrow. My guests, Georgia College Library Director Chandra Walker and Georgia College English Professor Beauty Bragg talked about a whole list of events that are taking place throughout late October and early November to just draw you into this novel and also the shared literary experience. I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. It's been my pleasure spending this portion of the evening with you here on Georgia College Connections, and I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you next time.